Hello, welcome to News Around Uganda. My name is Adi Fred Max. Let's start in Kampala where the chairperson of the Interparty Organization for Dialogue, Muhammad Kateriga, has cautioned the young population to desist from engaging in any form of violence ahead of the 2021 polls. Kateriga said this during the launch of a campaign dubbed I Choose Peace Today and Tomorrow, launched by the Interparty Organization for Dialogue together with the Netherlands Institute for Multiparty Democracy in Uganda. Kateriga said that the campaign is aimed at intensifying public education and sensitization activities to influence citizens to uphold peace ahead of Uganda's elections. The chairperson of the commission assured us that he is in the control. But what we are seeing and what happened on the nomination day uh, shows that uh, the electoral commission is not in the control. Uh, we have some, some problems because the chief is not in what? In the country. The Electoral Commission has failed in its mandate to ensure free and, and peaceful election. The NRM Secretary General Justin Kasuda Dumumba, in her remarks, called for continuous commitment to maintain peace in Uganda, especially among NRM supporters. But what did you also say about we NRM people, where everything yellow in Kampala, everything yellow in Masaka was burnt down, leaving the other colors up? Can I come up and say, FDC, you did wrong? Are you the ones who burnt our posters? Are you the ones who burnt our billboards? How come green, blue, red, the posters remained up? Harold Kaija, the FDC Deputy Secretary General, emphasized the need for equality and justice for everyone to ensure a peaceful election without resorting to violence or the use of guns. If you want to eat, I also want to eat. If you have a good car, I also want a good car. If you want your kids to go to good schools, I also want mine. What you have, no, I don't. I also want it. If we do that, we'll have peace. You know, when those young boys look at those vehicles, big vehicles, driven by boys of their age, and they don't even have a bicycle, they can't afford one. We must make sure that we work on the dreams so that everybody has hope. The Chief Justice, Alphonse Owindolo, has called for separation of powers ahead of the 2021 general elections. Dolo made the remarks during the launch of the Judicial Annual Report of the year 2029-2020. He said that the independence of government institutions is key if Uganda is to have free and fair elections. We should also respect the principle of separation of powers as enshrined in the Constitution while promoting collaboration among institutions with closely linked man mandates. I strive to change the narrative, which has always been, this is with, with regard to judiciary and the generous sector. Justice anywhere in the world must never ever be for sale. The very thought, the very notion that you can get justice for a price is repugnant. It must never ever be in the judiciary. It's like going to heaven. You, you can never buy going to heaven. Attorney General William Bierhanga asked political players to abide by the laws as stipulated in the Constitution to avoid violence during the elections. We continue to emphasize the need to strengthen accountability by jealous institutions. That's a very important one. Accountability by both jealous institutions and, of course, across the government. And then again, to promote the observance of human rights 
respect for institutions and the rule of law. Acts about the recent actions that one would be dishonest not to acknowledge because we all witness them on our television screen. In that context, we need to take a long and hard look at ourselves and do our duties as men and women of responsibility from both sides of the aisle. And of course, recognize that Uganda is bigger than any one of us. Lieutenant General Henry Tumukunde has asked the people of Maracha to vote him for president to fulfill the promises NRM has failed to deliver to the people. Tumukunde says that the NRM government has lied to the people of northern Uganda, specifically West Nile, a reason the region is lagging behind in comparison to other regions of the country. This marked day two of Tumukunde's campaign in West Nile, having been to Nebi, Pakwach and Zombo. We have got to get specialized programs for areas which have got special difficulty, like this uh, uh, Zombo and the Navy District. But especially Zombo has got very, very serious problems. If you look at all families on the road, they are in the average of 7 to 10 children. That means they need special attention. When you look at these young people here, they are all finished school, struggling in border borders, really looking for alternative life. We need to give special attention to them, give them a special budget, and be seen to attend to them. Presidential candidate John Katumba has promised to address the increasing youth unemployment come 2021. While addressing electorates in the districts of Iganga, Jinja, and Kamuli, Katumba said that a number of youth are currently unemployed, attributing it to poor planning by the current government, saying his government will address the issues as soon as they assume office. Katumba says that he will try as much as possible to empower local investors to invest in industries and create jobs for the youth. I think we should... Uh embark on industrialization where the industries are owned by we, we the, the citizens of Uganda, that we can avoid uh, repatriation and uh, creation of uh, and creation of employment opportunities. However, also so that even border border and sort of can also bring food at the table. So look at it and I so that if at least we reduce Katumba has asked the youth to effectively utilize their numbers in the 2021 general elections so that Uganda can have a peaceful transition through an election. The microfinance minister, Honorable Haruna Kasoro, has warned politicians to put politics aside as far as managing financial development association, commonly known as EMIOGA. The ministry last year started the Mioga campaign, which was introduced by the president of Uganda, Yuri Kaguta Museveni, to help Ugandans in organized groups formed according to their professions develop financially by funding them with money of which it's not returnable. Kasoro said that there are some politicians who have taken this political phenomenon to eat this money and warned that those caught engaging themselves in the act will be worked upon lawfully. He said that the government has over $260 billion to fund all circles across the country. 
We have brought on board all the key stakeholders, and this is nonpartisan. We are working together with all politicians from different political shades. So this is not money for eating, but we must encourage our people, we must train them, we must also empower them to manage this own fund, because it is for their own benefit. So they should make sure that the fund grows. Crossing to the northern region... Gulu University Faculty of Medicine is set to review the public health course curriculum following the impact of COVID-19 pandemic. Dr. Jerry Bagaya, the Gulu University Academic Registrar, says the global COVID-19 pandemic has been a blessing in disguise because it enabled him and many health workers to understand the importance of the public health course in society. He says the curriculum review is a long process that the university should have started earlier to enable all stakeholders pay attention to every detail and digest the curriculum thoroughly before as the current curriculum for public health course is expiring in December 2020. David Bolotori, the Gulu University Secretary, adds that the training of medical workers who are lecturers at the Faculty of Medicine and review of the curriculum of public health is timely because they are having it at a time when the world is facing COVID-19 pandemic. This discussion in the view is very timely because we are having this engagement at a time when the world is facing a pandemic that has affected each and every fabric of the society. And the world over, our universities are the epicenter of new innovation, the emergence of new ideas that are directed towards solving these kind of problems that the world is facing. And the training of medical workers, which is core function of the university, I think begins with having a very comprehensive, relevant. Professor Penjuru George Lada, the Vice-Chancellor of Gulu University, commended the Dean of Faculty of Medicine, Dr. Felix Kaduchu, for initiating the stakeholders' engagement training on curriculum development and content review. Because universities and hospitals are key in handling and coming up with solutions to pandemic like COVID-19 and Ebola. Professor Penjuru adds that not only change is fast in technology, but also pandemic like viruses are very fast developing. Thus, humans need to prepare ahead in knowledge and skills to treat and manage global pandemics. Moving to eastern Uganda, the members of parliament of TESO under their umbrella, TESO Parliamentary Group, have vowed never to approve the national budget of next financial year if the budget of Soroti City is not increased. Soroti is the only city in the country which was allocated the least funds of 5 billion shillings for commencing its operation. Bishop Patrick Okabe, the chairperson Tororo Parliamentary Group, says the money allocated to Soroti City and even the Teso Affairs Ministry is small compared to other cities and regions respectively. 
According to Bishop Okabe, Teso MPs will protest if government fails to increase the budget for Sorote City in May or June next year. We want to demand for government to share the national cake equally among other people in this country. For example, Soroti City was only allocated 5 billion. Other cities like Gulu were given 40 billion. Mali was given 28 billion. We want to see that we shall not pass this budget until Soroti City is given more money. We will not accept it. As Teso MPs, we shall protest. Good enough, we are still attending parliament. However, Moses Otimonk, the Sorote City clerk, says they are also trying to ask the permanent secretary in the finance ministry to increase the budget. Yeah, it is actually true that the Minister of Finance, through my Ministry of Local Government, made a proposal to Parliament, and Parliament was able to pass a supplementary budget for the same cities to get a startup funds. The Minister of Finance in the process of disbursing. In the supplementary, Soroti was allocated 5 billion shillings. And of course, there was a talk, Soroti has a little money, yes, but you can complain when you have it, because a bad at hand is better than men, yeah. So, but already we have been guided that uh, we can uh, also write another claim to Minister of Finance, stating areas such that more funds can be allocated. But Peter Guang, the ICT and National Guidance State Minister, says the government has done a lot in Teso sub-region and outstanding projects for the sub-region are very limited. Major projects which the president pledged here, I can say they are at 85% in completion. So as far as we are concerned, the NRM has done extremely well for the last five years. Yeah, there is only one outstanding presidential pledge, which is on the issue of compensation of the cows of the people of Teso, which were lost during the insurgency, both when the cattle rustlers came and raided our cows, and also the, some of the rebel groups which were in Teso here. Those are, that is the only project which is still outstanding. The rest, local governments are busy implementing the projects and the, under the budgets which were prepared directly to this local government. This brings us to the end of news around Uganda. Find more news in the New Vision Digital Experience app or log on to www.newvision.co.ug. My name is Adi Fred Max.